cutting edge guests, awesome uncensored, jaw-dropping information, plus funny memes, good deeds, and loads of laughter. Kinda have it all. Ladies and gentlemen, if your soul's awake, then welcome, because you're in the right place. Well, good day to you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Sovereign Soul Show, where we stand for the holy trinity of love, levity, and liberty, because after all, love is the greatest power everywhere. And laughter is the best medicine, especially covering serious topics in all matters, ancient, current, and quantum, right? Absolutely. Love, levity, and liberty. It's a mantra. Our mascot, the Bling Buddha, as you see him here behind me, he fully subscribes to it as he fires red pills from his nine mil. And he has a Punisher tattoo over his left breast to save the children. For those of you who are new, I'm your host, Brad Wozni, and I'm grateful to you divine lions and lionesses for tuning into the program for the first time and those who are returning. Thank you. I have served my country at the federal level as a Canadian infantry soldier. I've served it at the provincial level as a wildfire ranger, leaving out of helicopters to fight forest fires. I've also been a part of the corporate rat race where shortly after the three World Trade Centers, they pancaked, collapsed in their footprint from that inside job. While I stood at ground zero, witnessing the heroic rescue efforts which went on, and then I was walking the halls of the Pentagon 72 hours later and 18 stories below it, below where the missile strike happened. I'm fortunate to become a Yushui Reiki master in 2015 And by leveraging the infinite source of the cosmic and our creator's power, I am following my soul's purpose in this incarnation, this lifetime, which is to help uplift humanity's consciousness with song and story. Before we jump to our segment, our episode for you today, just want to share with you, due to the extreme big tech censorship, as they've canceled the Instagram channels, They've banned me on YouTube. We can't get another channel going on there because I wrote a poem, uploaded it to save the kids, and YouTube deleted the channel. They don't like you doing everything to save the children. So please then subscribe to our Telegram so we can stay up to date and we can share real-time updates with you with what's going on. That Telegram channel is The Sovereign Soul Show. You'll see it here on the broadcast. And also subscribe to the Rumble channel at the Sovereign Soul, because right now, Rumble is the only censorship-free place that we can exist. Also, our website, shopthebuddha.com. You can subscribe there, check out a lot of amazing things that we posted and resources for you to help those who are just waking up at shopthebuddha.com and get on our email list too. Some really cool stuff that'll be coming out there. Now, I'm all about saving the kids, And I'm a pure blood, and I'm grateful that we stuck it through. With regards to saving the kids, every one of my guests who's come on so far and in the future is about that too. They embody that. So without further ado, we begin our next segment. Enjoy the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Sovereign Soul Show. You know we stand for love, levity, and liberty. And the Bling Buddha fires red pills from his nine mil with the Punisher tattoo over his left breast to save the children. I'm deeply honored we finally got this interview scheduled. We were attempting to do it three weeks ago when my good friend and buddy Kevin Hoyt were to speak in New Hampshire with Mike Gill, yet due to the death threats legitimate, and again, 
Those of you who know a bit about Mike's story or know all of it because you've just been on Michael Jaco again, you might have seen him on Project Camelot or with James O'Keefe earlier this year on things that were done we're going to talk about here today. Well, the reason why is they've attempted to kill him three times in 13 days. He had to turn down. He chose to because he's a man of God. First went to seminary for five years, built one successful mortgage company from his room, little condo, all the way up to the largest in the United States, built the most successful horse racing track in the United States. And as a man of God saw what was going on with the criminality of the deep state, the cabal, the cartels from the political crime families. As you remember, I've had Jack Maxey on here multiple times, as well as other whistleblowers. And in addition to that, the child trafficking that ran rampant through New Hampshire. And very much just like Kevin Hoyt, just like Chris Guy that I've had on and I grew up near in Toronto, just like Lieutenant Colonel Ricardo Bosi in Australia and Dave Guru Graham in Australia. This is a man who has put it all front and center. He ended up having to lose all of his fortune. And with his five children who were threatened with death, this man is still out here right now to expose the criminality, to free we the people. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Gill is a man of God and literally a warrior for humanity who is joining us tonight on this special update on what is going on right now with complete reveals. We have images and we also have statements and we also have video we're going to show you here in the next 60 minutes. Mike, thank you very much for your time and where you are. God bless you, sir. And welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you very much for giving me this opportunity and this platform today. You're most um, welcome. I'm going to explain to people that, uh, again, the same insight that built those industries and those in those the business in those industries are the same one who saw this evil, not corruption, but evil. I saw a protection network that controlled our courts. I saw a laundering network that laundered not millions, but billions for drug cartels and the same corrupt politicians. I saw them New Hampshire being the largest military grade weapon manufacturers in the country that are going to Mexico, arming cartels. Mm. So what I'm here today and what I want to do in this video is show you their weakness. Success in business is success in doing this. You find a path. Well, I found a path a logical path because I'm a logical man. I turned around and looked at everything, not as a conspiracist, that have ways of proving myself wrong or inaccurate. So I have to prove it to myself with a hundred percent, which is everything that I show you is evidence, is proof. And I have witnesses, more than a few witnesses. I had 106 witnesses against the cartel all silenced, no evidence being permitted. Okay, so here, let's do this. Let's follow the money. And I'm gonna find, we will find their money. We'll find out who they, how they clean it, the methodology and where we can go from here. So let's start with this, you ready? Let's go to the architect, uh, Shaheen and Clinton, let's pull that. You got it. 
It's coming right up here. Okay. There you go. It's actually Shaheen and uh, Biden. Right. I'm sorry. That, that's we'll, we'll get Clinton next. Mm -hmm. Understand Bill Shaheen is the architect of this laundering network and protection. He was the U.S. attorney. That's the connection with the FBI. The FBI is part of this protection. It doesn't work without them. You see Senator Shaheen to the left? Mm -hmm. She was cited by using the IRS to target enemies. And trust me, she targeted me. Mm -hmm. You know what the other thing IRS does? They are the laundering network. They are the auditing piece of this. I will show you the back page of a $50 million settlement. You will see that the IRS is requesting a release. The Department of Revenue, the banking commissioner and the banking department. That is the auditing end. You can't steal trillions without the IRS seeing it. And remember, they're watching you for 600 bucks. Yeah. Okay, so let's take the the screenshot with uh, Shaheen and Clinton. All right. And I did, I've got Pence and Sununu. I did, and Sununu 9-11, but I don't see one here with Clinton. And then I've got a bunch of the text messages. Okay. All right. Yeah. So let me explain the marriage between Shaheen and the Clintons. You've just seen the marriage between Biden. Biden right. also nominated Senator Shaheen and Hassan of New Hampshire to VP, to be VP candidates. Mm -hmm. So that is a very tight connection. And why that's important is, where do you think Biden keeps his money? In the most protected vault in the world? Part of that 932 billion? Well, the other would be that Shaheen, Bill Shaheen was Hillary Clinton's campaign chair. Yeah. Hillary, so in other words, there's the Clintons and the Bidens. I mean, there's Sununu, Shaheen and the Bidens, and Shaheen and the Clintons. Where do you think the Clintons have their money? That is what we're searching for. That's what we found in here. Now, take a look now at Sununu and the cartel. Yep. Just coming up here. Stand by. There we go, at the new Greek restaurant and casino that opens on South Willow Street in Manchester. The guy with the mask to the left, that's Dick Anagos. He is the head of the cartel, the largest cartel in this country. This man owns hospitals, treatment centers, pharmacies, hospice care, the largest real estate holder in, the, in New Hampshire, commercial and residential. He is the head of the cartel. Sununu took over the, the business of money laundering and protection and became his new best buddy. You see these casinos? They're almost opening one up every single month. Did you watch Ozarks? Remember the series? Remember how they were laundering cartel money? Through casinos. I have a 50 million settlement, one of four. 25 came from Penn National Casinos, the other 25 from Liberty Mutual, because wow. I caught their money laundering network too, through casinos and wire fraud, betting offshore and fixing races. This is what Sununu did. He took over not just the Pandora Papers, not mm -hmm. just the money laundering network, but the protection network. Now, 
the cartels, now remember people, American cartels are the largest cartels, not Mexican. They are the distribution network, the protection network, the money laundering network. You're looking at the money laundering network and the protection in this one video, on this one screenshot. Think about this. This guy, Sununu, is running for president of the United States. So from that little tiny state, which reach across this country with the corrupt. Okay. Now let's 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 take a look at Sununu. Sununu 9-11. Breitbart. You got it. Stand by. All right, here we go. There you go. Sununu financed the family ski resort. With, by, with money from three terrorist groups tied to 9-11. This guy never denies it. I confront them. And you're going to see a confrontation too. So it's not the first time I confronted him. Yep. He called me prejudiced against Arabs. Oh, really? Terrorists? Prejudiced. This guy never says that he didn't take the money. And trust me, if you didn't take it, you'd said that. So this is Sununu. Now think about this. He is the key master of the Pandora Papers, not just the money laundering network. You can dig a shot of Pence in Sununu, that, that screenshot. Right. Not just the Pandora Papers, but the secrets of those Pandora Papers. Coming up. That's what O'Keefe handed Sununu. That's why O'Keefe had to leave Project Veritas. He worked with me. Well, let's just, let's just bump the brakes for one second right here, as I'd like to make this a fundamental pillar of moving forward, even though all of them are part and parcel important to the foundation of this story of this house that we're building here in this show, Mike, for the audience. Right now, we're looking at Pence and Sununu. And Sununu is right. running... For president of the United States right now, filed and with the so Federal Commission, and so is Pence. And this is a cornerstone to obviously a name everybody knows. We just mentioned, and you just brought up again, James O'Keefe, Project Veritas. Now, let's just, if you could spend a moment or two okay. on the significance of that and James O'Keefe's leaving, so it helps tie things together for people so they know it's not about a sandwich from a staffer at Project Veritas. Right. My organization was called State of Corruption. I went helping hundreds of victims. Those victims became an intelligent network, uncovering corruption within the state, within the cartels, the hospitals, the casinos, everywhere. O'Keefe in 12, 2012, along with Aaron Day and Ben Swan, was bringing in 20,000 libertarians, free staters into the state of New Hampshire. And listen, this isn't about politics and I'm not taking a stand against free staters, but I will tell you this, they brought, O'Keefe was leading the charge. And what happened, it, what they found out was the cartel was already there with Shaheen and their politicians they owned. Mm -hmm. That was Bill Greiner. He was one of the, heads of the cartel. He's also worked for Jeb Bush. He was political. He also is the 
chairman or the board of their bank, primary bank, the cartel bank. So the politicians were already cartel members or they were working with Shaheen. So you'll see three articles from 2014 and you can Google. O'Keefe investigates Griner. Ben Swan investigates Griner. Then O'Keefe and Ben Swan together investigates Griner. A blind man sees that Griner is the cartel. So suddenly they ran into a roadblock. Both Day and O'Keefe were petrified, and I mean petrified, shaking petrified. And they came to see me in 2016. They turned around and brought me the cartel. They brought me this evidence and information. Part of those 106 witnesses were theirs. And then I collected the vast majority from there with my network. And we had the, we had the cartel, we had the laundering network, we had it all. And then what happened was James O'Creep made a trade, a deal with Sununu. Sununu wanted to be governor. O'Keefe wanted his 20,000 free staters, an open door policy and to get into the political control of the state. And I was that trade along with my witnesses. We were in a lawsuit along with Aaron Day against the cartel, against Shaheen who represented them. They turned around and traded me off to these people and those witnesses. And then Sununu then become governor using the video you're going to see doing the laundry as taking over the network they had already threatened and leveraged Shaheen 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 had to hand him the keys that's why this 9-11 didn't get pushed with Sununu that's why then when Sununu had their money he could leverage them for the governor's position from the governor's position you appoint the AG you appoint the judges, a corrupt network of judges. They mm. overturned the protection network, not from good to evil, but from evil to evil and all that money. Aaron Day's running for president. Sununu's running for president. All the people are in this is running for, and think about this, Biden is in there running for president. And I've given this evidence to Trump, who is running for president. That's a lot of presidents that you're seeing right here in the state of New Hampshire. Yep. And why do you see Pence coming to New Hampshire, kissing the ring of Sununu over and over again? Because he's following the dark money. That $932 billion is what gets you elected. What was FTX? It was a laundering network. And what were they doing? Paying, paying off politicians for protection. Did you know that FTX had a home office in the state of New Hampshire, a New Hampshire corporation, right next door, the primary bank, the cartel bank? Do you know who got the most money as a political office? Senator Shaheen from New Hampshire from FTX. Silicon Valley Bank that closed. And again, then just today, the New York Fed president turned around and said it was an isolated incident. It wasn't the market. It was that bank, which still leaves the question why they moved. Because they, the largest asset was connected to the state of New Hampshire, a foreign corporation, a New Hampshire corporation, mm -hmm. registered in a broom closet. 
in the Pandora Papers. That's what sold $48 billion. Don't worry, we still got $932 billion. So Pence was following the money. In fact, if you recall, Pence's plane got turned around. Remember, he was visiting New Hampshire. He was visiting that Dick Aganos, the guy you saw in the casino, the head right. of the cartel. Right. He owned Granite State Recovery, the largest recovery center in New England. It was cartel owned. Trump had my evidence, and I'll show you, and I'll prove it to you later in this video. But that's what stopped that plane. So they were following the money. Okay. Now's a good time to play that uh, doing the laundry. Sure. You I'll, I'll go to that in a moment. What I would like to point out to people is the organization that you started with those 106 witnesses also includes people who are coming forward with evidence of child trafficking, sex trafficking, human trafficking, fentanyl trafficking. You've also been able to help lead people to making the biggest drug bust in the world of fentanyl of 80 tons worth of fentanyl in one tractor trailer in New Hampshire. And it's really interesting, the correlation here between small states with the highest amount of criminal activity, AKA Vermont and our mutual friend, Kevin Hoyt, who's running for independent candidate of governor again, to bring down and expose the criminality, and you did so as well. So I think that's very important. Everybody hears this that before we move into the doing the laundry video here. No, let me let me say this too. What we did was was uncover the methodology. Yeah. New Hampshire and Vermont are particularly small states. Yeah. Isn't it easier to defend and protect something that's small? That mm -hmm. is what happened. And here's something extraordinarily important. The cartel is the human traffickers. They're one and the same. This is what I found. With O'Keefe, one of the last days that we were working together, I sat and one of his operatives sat with me, actually two of his operatives, Aaron Day being one of them. Okay. A man who was the front for a trucking company. He would move machine guns in a tractor trailer to Laredo, Texas. He would bring back fentanyl, heroin, human trafficking, and particularly children back to Manchester on daily routes. That's who they are. Your child traffickers, your organ harvesters are the cartel. There's not two evils here. There's not two different industries. It is one, one. And that, and that fentanyl bus was the largest in history build an 80,000 pound tractor trailer. And you know what? They were manufacturing fentanyl in this country. This one of the sites was near Boston. I gave that to the DEA. The DEA were partners, partners. The FBI sold us out. The IRS is money laundering. Yeah, mm -hmm. O'Keefe recorded the Treasury Inspector General saying they have plants and moles in my office. They were intercepting my mail for three years, covering up the money laundering for the IRS. So we just reached the Treasury Inspector General, the same Treasury Inspector General that Trump within last two weeks turned around and said that we have to, to investigate along with the FBI. 
aren't all these bases of the ones I'm catching for years now? Yeah. So, so this thing with the money laundering network, what you're going to see here is an executive council meeting to nominate Jerry Little. Jerry Little was a state senator, a state senator that wrote a bill, two bills actually, FRM, financial resource management. It was Shaheen Ponzi scheme. Sununu wasn't going to take office as the governor if there was going to be an investigation of the banking department. He had to take care of that. Next, he had the same Jerry Little write a bill as a state senator that says, if we trust you, we don't have to audit you, as in the banking commissioner. And then from this hearing, he becomes the banking commissioner. He wrote his own get out of jail free card. And he turned around and said to every evil in this world, New Hampshire is open for business and we won't see where you've got the money. That's where the limited corporations and those trusts flooded this state in the tune of $932 billion. So this, what you're seeing here is that door. And I tried to put myself between that door and this evil. So this nine minutes you're going to see was a moment in history. A yeah. moment that, that Sununu went to become the governor. And I was running for governor at that time. And to my left was the candidate for Shaheen. And to Sununu's right was a guy named Pappas. Pappas is now a congressman and he's also a cartel member. And you see me call him out. So the cartel, Shaheen and Sununu, every evil in the state, every crime family in the state was present and accounted for. Mm-hmm. Right at that table. And Mike, I just showed an image of you and Gil for Governor Justice is coming. And this definitely resonates well with my audience here on this show. And it's a global audience, probably about 60% American. So the great thing is after our show here, and it gets posted here tonight, it's going to go worldwide. And then I'm going to introduce you to a few of my other fellow brothers and sisters with shows from the United Kingdom to Australia and get you out there as well um because they this have is to see mass, mass exposure and it's happening in every country that's the thing it's happening in every, every state country. in every country i call out yes. to the brave yes. people of arizona i'm working yep. with them and what do they do they're calling out the corrupt politicians they're calling out the cartel that's that's what that that's what corrupted their elections it was that evil it was that money so so That's I'm not, I'm working with them and I'm applauding them and they could be a serious domino. So but let's, this, I'm telling you, you're looking at history here. Mm-hmm. This was the moment. Don't forget, Shaheen was working in conjunction with the Bidens and the Clintons. Yep. This money gets them. Mm-hmm. We're talking the president of the United States, the Clinton Foundation, and all the evil. So Nunu, who's running for president, listen, this is New Hampshire. and I'm sorry, this is Republicans and Democrats. Don't make that distinction and think this is politics. Yeah. This is business of evil. Okay, right. go ahead. It's dark versus light, literally. Here we go.
priest, but I will keep your attention on the promise. There are too many people who've been in the mortgage business sitting down and talking to you. So my name is Mike Hill, and I own the mortgage specialist. And I've owned them for 26 years. Now, we were the number one broker, not just only in New Hampshire, but in the United States, multiple years. In addition, Fannie Mae has recognized me and I've done their training videos. You can say I'm an expert in the mortgage business. Now, Mr. Furperlo, who recently resigned, you may remember I just called him a drug launderer. He didn't dispute that. He resigned and said, Mr. Perlow, we spoke, Mr. Pappas, you brought up primary bank. Mr. Sununu, you brought up FRM. Well, you know who reported the scandal of FRM to the AG's office? Well, that would be myself. Right, 2007. You know who I reported it to? Assistant Attorney General Perlow. Isn't that interesting? Now, Perlow, by the way, is an insurance defender for I did an insurance defender become our banking commission because he was covering up the crimes of FRM. The crimes of FRM are important because it brings you into the corruption in the banking department, right? For instance, Mr. Little sits right next to Kevin Abar. Kevin Abar is the one sponsoring the bill for FRM. Except for if you remember, and I put it on, on your notice, that I said the hearing was corrupted. And wouldn't we have George Lambert, who worked with Mr. Abart on a bill, confessing on a radio interview with me, telling the, the victims of that to be, in fact, Mr. Saloon. I talked to Mr. Abart, and Mr. Abart was putting together a complaint along with mine to the Department of Justice. You talked him out of it. In fact, you had him put it to the AG's office. Now think about it. I have this with me. In fact, the exact words was, Sununu smells blood in the water. And when we're done, you can read them to everybody. And Mr. A and Mr. A Mr. Credit Union. 
primary bank, front page of the union leader, right? They're not going to sue me. I just call them drug dealers. You know them, right, Mr. Pappas? In fact, you're friends with Mr. Angos, aren't you? Exactly. See what I'm saying? So they are protecting them. They're not federally audited. They're state audited. That's why. That's the secrets in the state comes out in there. And so the, the drug lawyers are putting their money primary bank. They're not being audited. They're being audited. So it's an associate that friends of you for quite a few years, hasn't he? Right. He needs to move. Control the banking department. You control the silence of the people in this state. What I'm saying is, simply put, have an investigation with the Department of Justice. Now, I just received 87 complaints back from the Department of Justice, but it is being investigated. Did the DEA have known for six years that these are individuals that are involved in the corruption. So the banking department, that's what we're going on right now. Mr. Perlow leaves the minute I call him a drug monitor. Now, let's think about this. Kakadis, who is the prosecutor of FRM, right? His business partner, Mark Howard, represented FRM. He was his business partner months before. Nobody noticed? How about the appraisers? They only had nine to 10 appraisers on each house. Where did they go to jail? Where did the lawyers go to jail in closing them? They were covering for Sununu. Sununu is part of that Ponzi scheme. And that's why we're right about the rest of you. And if you'd like to see the text messages, oh, right. So you didn't text Mr. Avar. You didn't talk about FRM women, did you? Right. So we do have the evidence, and it is with the Department of Justice. And I demand this committee has to review this, has to go into it. Who would investigate those banks? Listen, did you notice the drug dealers didn't want to sue me? Call me a drug dealer to see if I don't sue you, right? And everything I'm saying about you and you, I can verify, right? That's the plan. There's no mistakes here. An insurance defender is the banking commissioner. Listen, I have called consent orders from these people. They've offered me $15 million to be quiet. No, I have that. I put it on the on the internet. You'd like to see it, Mr. Sunu? Would you like to see it? No, I didn't think so. So it's all there. Liberty International. Right. All I have to do is be quiet. But they're protecting the people that are killing our children. They own the treatment center. This is involved. This is the laundering of that money. Any questions? I didn't think so. And the tool that I have in go ahead. You made 80% of your argument towards the FRM. We're here with a public testimony. Did you hear drug dealers too? No. Um, did you hear I money know, laundering? I know all about drug dealing like in the previous slide. Really? really? Did you know they laundered? I wanted to ask you. Yeah, you mentioned very little about the candidate before us today. The candidate was working was... with Abar on the false. This was the deal with the bill. Lambert worked with the victims. Told the victims not to say anything. It's on the radio. He confessed, right? And oh, did you you shrug? No. You no the radio show? So this is what happened. They talked to those victims. Little worked with Abar on this. There you go. How's that? And then they do tell me why it didn't go to the Department of Justice. I can put the complaint on it. He's saying it was all a scam. The state senator who sponsored the bill. Now, I did get it to the Department of Justice. What did we ask him? So it is directly related. So if Mr. Little worked with 
Avart on the bill, FRM bill, that turned out to be a scam. They were trying to have the victims take pennies so they wouldn't investigate the banking commissioner. That's a fact. We did it on Gronk Talk on a radio. Lambert confessed. He was getting 20% for the victims. So does that answer your question? No, but I'll take it. Well, then you just didn't understand. Here. Yes, thank you. Any other questions? Questions. I didn't think so. And the tool in my box is a hammer. Thank you. And a big screen to be with. Council soon to be able to respond. Oh, no. Oh, no. Just ask. We want to see the text message. Just ask. Ernest. So. Mike, what I would like to do is just draw some comparisons for the audience as to what they've witnessed, if that's all right. Yes, no, that's what I want to do. All okay. right, again. So understand, if you don't mind, so understand, like we've seen in Canada with me and what I brought forth with all the Canadian subs, from the same day suicide of kids right now to the decriminalization and the absolute open of the jails, Gotham City and Vancouver, British Columbia to Calgary, decriminalization of fentanyl, meth, heroin, and cocaine. And then on top of that, the Trudeau Foundation, which owns the patent on mRNA, which they licensed Acuitis, and they turned around and they've made billions and billions and billions of dollars, almost on a monthly basis, prove me wrong, folks, for what I'm saying. And in addition to that, we also have Trudeau, Castro's little bastard, who's up and we've seen a lot of the reports and the charges on basically pedophile having sex with the 12 year old when he was a drama teacher in British Columbia. Prove me wrong on that, folks. I say it to you as a sovereign man, Brad Wozni. The comparison here is exactly what you've seen at a macro level in a country in Canada, just like at a macro level that Jack Maxey has brought forward in a country like the United States, at a micro level in the state of New Hampshire, where one leader gets in and appoints all those people around them and they scratch each other's backs and they agree to investigate each other. And so, my gosh, surprise, find each other innocent if an investigation ever does come through because they're all in on the racket. And this racket happens to be a $932 billion reported at the very least money laundering scheme in the state of New Hampshire, plus $300 billion in South Dakota. That also ties back to the Ukraine, down to Mexico, and throughout the world, including the fentanyl, which is coming through China and is also being manufactured in the United States, as you've said, Mike. How am I doing so far for a comparison? Because you no, I'd say, I'd say that's industry. pretty accurate. But you know what it is? It's beyond just their buddies. It's the industry. It's the business. It's a network. All right. Now, what you saw now, mm -hmm. to my right, who, who I was confronting, Sununu, <laughs> this is the guy running for president of the United States now, using that same evidence. That older gentleman that sat in the front row. That I'm going back to the video, so they'll be able to see it. And, what, and so you see you in the foreground on the left-hand side of the screen and the guy leaning forward on the right-hand side, that's Sununu. That's who, Sununu. He's running for president. his pants at, right. and during this. You yeah. notice, you notice, he didn't say a word. He nope. didn't deny anything. Here's the guy who financed the ski resort. This is the guy who owns a ready. I want you all listening to this, to the Sununu Youth Detention Center. For young boys, 10, 12, 13, a thousand of them have 
put, entered into a class action suit for being beaten and raped and by his own AG department covered it up. This okay. is Sununu. A thousand Aces. young men and boys are in a class action suit to sue. Have, are they, did, did it get registered before it got covered up? Um, or did it go through the course? Covered up for years. It wow. is now a class action lawsuit. A wow. thousand young boys who are now young men who have yeah. drug addictions were yeah. beaten and raped. They would put them in a room, strip them naked, 12-year-old boys, and they would fight till one of them was knocked out. Those same counselors would rape them. Yep. That Sununu's name is on that center. Sununu's AG's office covered it up. So the so from the from the Pandora papers to those to those young men or young boys being raped. That's who he is. This was the exchange of keys. Jerry Little was his man. Jerry Little was the was the work for his father. Sununu's father, John Sununu, was the chief of staff for George Bush Sr. as he was the president of the United States. See, there's the connection in the Bush family. And it was oil money that bought that ski resort. Again, the Bush family. Mm -hmm. yep. This is how connected. So don't think this guy can't become the president. He well, can. I'd just like to call attention as, sorry, Mike, I, I did pull up the Newsweek article on the lawsuits fire, uh, filed against Sununu in that youth detention center. So I just wanted to let you know, this is on the screen, the Newsweek right. article as well as other articles on more victims coming forward. And over the past two years, it just says this is December 21, 430 men and women have come forward accusing 150 staffers over a span of six decades at the Sununu right. Youth Detention Facility. So not just one, not just a dozen over the course of a couple of decades. Could have, they, it they was absolutely a farm for child sexual abuse, rape, and all other nasty stuff. Right. Now, yeah. now listen to this point now, too. We mentioned Perlo. Yeah. I want you to pull up the settlement back page now. Uh, Perlo yes. was the banking commissioner that I caught. He was blocking the door in the investigation from the AG's office, then became the banking commissioner. Yeah. Okay. Now, you saw Jerry Little. It's up on screen now, Mike. Yeah. Okay. Well, before I said that, now, Little wrote that bill to not audit. So as he became the banking commissioner, it was his bill as the state senator to not audit. So they took care of the the, the FRM. So so Sununu cleared the path to no investigations as he took over the governor. And then he put his boy in there, the guy who worked for his father, Jerry Little, again, not to audit. You know, like people like Dick Aganos. Remember that picture of the casino? Right. Right. He doesn't get audited. Now, this is the back page. And everybody who wants to see, I go over the settlement. It's on a video called The List. Mm -hmm. You can see the whole settlement. Bill Shaheen is on that settlement, too. Now, this was the back page. You'll see the Department of Revenue. That's what taxes state tax. The IRS, as you know, federal taxes. The same banking department 
And you see that name, banking commissioner? That was Perlo. Now, now burn Perlo into your head. Perlo then, as Little moved in, Perlo became the director of Prospective Trust, a, a management company of trust companies and LLCs in the billions for the cartel. He also became the head counsel the president of the council of trust in limited corporations for the state, again, blocking the door. Prospective trust, get ready. It's named in the Pandora papers, no problem. Just like the cartel sold auto fare, Granite State Recovery, well, they sold prospective trust to Jordan Park, another management company in the hundreds of billions. And guess who's ahead of that? The same Glenn Perlow. Now, you see that commissioner, that 50 million? Why does Perlo wanna pay me 50 million for my silence? Just like these people didn't want me to be at that hearing for my silence. I became the, I didn't allow them to close that door in the investigation. That's what I fought because I knew again, ready? The path to winning is finding their money and how they clean it. Now right. think about this. You ready? Sununu's money, Clinton's money, Biden's money, that cartel's money. The one question that none of them can answer is how did you get the billions? They didn't put them on their tax return mm -hmm. and the IRS didn't, didn't need them to. Little didn't audit them either but they can't answer. So there is your path. That's the important. This is the moment in time. Right. This gets everybody. And we're not talking local politicians. We're talking the corrupt politicians, the cartels and human traffickers across this country. That's the important. Now I want you to do this. Pull Lowen, page one, and then page two. Got it. So I've got, this is uh, 30 US attorney the page one and the page two back to back with the evidence on the back uh, listed to page 50. Of evidence. Yes, that's the right one. Exactly. So we're going to go to show page uh, one right one. now. Excuse me, that's page two. That's page two. There we go. Okay. Now let me explain who and what the United States attorney is. Of the people who have followed me have known that I've gone to the FBI dozens of times on video with a mountain of evidence that would have put all these people in jail. And the FBI was part of this corruption and blocked me each and every time. And I'd like to insert, I, I have watched the video as well where you had the chair for hours. And I, you have to laugh in a way, but you know, it's not really funny, just a dark laugh. You sat... Out, you held a hundred FBI agents hostage in New Hampshire simply by sitting outside the door to the FBI office with all the documented evidence in hand, and they didn't want to answer the door and come to you and be filmed with that information, just like My Kevin does. To show yeah. the American people yep. that they were corrupt. Yep. That's what you. I need when I delivered that evidence to the DEA. I knew they knew who the cartel was. They were partners, but I needed you to see it. Mm -hmm. And because you did see it on camera, got us a tractor trailer full of fentanyl. 
Yeah. So I elevated my game. So now, U.S. Attorney Lullard is the most powerful U.S. Attorney in United States. He was just recently, at that time, nominated by President Trump. Hmm. Now, Lullard had over 200 attorneys working under him. He is what prosecutes all the cases for the FBI. When this guy sneezes, the whole FBI says Gesundheit. That's yeah. who this was, the top cop. Now, Trump turned around, had Lewandowski call me, was his previous campaign manager, and set the appointment for me to go to the U.S. Attorney Lowen in person, under camera, with a witness. And I turned over evidence, the end of evidence of this hearing and those meetings and that cartel. And if you look at the description of evidence, you'll see page one and page two. I'll it includes the cartel. It includes the IRS. You see the 50 million. You'll yeah. see attempted murder. That is two of those attempted murders were on security camera video. Yeah. No one's arguing that, including them. They turned around in the money laundering. We had everybody. And the highest level of the Department of Justice have this evidence. And what I want you to see is you can see there somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. I want you to look and said, mm -hmm. Lullen, and again now, ready? This is a description of evidence made by the U.S. Attorney himself. Not my description, not my words, my evidence, but he describes it. And what does he do? He sends it to the Attorney General of the United States. So we just went from the number two most powerful law enforcement officer in this country to number one, AG Sessions. Mm -hmm. And from there, it went to AG Barr. So the attorney, two Attorney Generals of the United States had this evidence. It reached to that level of importance. Now think about that. This gets them all. Now you know the Department of Justice has this. Now you know the Attorney General of the United States has this. And it also says the Washington Bureau of the FBI. So Trump just circumvented that democratically controlled FBI department throughout Boston and, and all of New England because the Boston FBI is all of New England, which mm. makes him the most powerful U.S. attorney. This is hard evidence and proof. And you also see the $50 million settlement. And right. I and I'll call this out here, just the, the line above it. So we're looking over here. It says the package with letter regarding FBI having original evidence, drug matters involving Liberty Mutual and law firms, companies, extortion. Then right below it, it says the package with letter addressed to FBI Chelsea office regarding murder attempts, divorce extortion, $50 million settlement offers with attachments, Settlement offers, releases, Marisa Prezudo's narrative and text messages, Darla Sedgwick affidavit and text messages, and Ted Little text messages as well uh, right there. So that's what that says, what you're referencing now. So people listening to the podcast. Father and murder son, murder attack. Yeah. They threatened to murder my son. That's who you deal with. They yep. threatened to murder all five of my children and mail their heads back to me. That's who these people are. When you wouldn't be scared off, you wouldn't be bought off, 
they ask themselves, what does he love? His children. That's what they go after. Yeah. Now you tell me, there's corruption and there's evil. Who do you think we're fighting? Now, from Lowen, I go to Washington. Mm -hmm. I meet with the Bureau Chief of Epoch Times, Stephen Gregory. Mm -hmm. And he has me interview with Patrick Howley. These people all wanted my evidence and knew exactly what I had. They also asked me to take the 50 million. They wanted a three hour interview on camera and I gave it to them. They promised me that they would protect those witnesses and they lied. They lied and you know who was there? O'Keefe and Day. O'Keefe couldn't come forward because they, people would ask, why didn't you come out with the Treasury Inspector General? Why did you not give us the money laundering network? How about the child trafficking? How about Kill Gill? You'll see a recording of Kill Gill where a hitman turns down the contract. Kill Gill is a video. You can hear the recording yourself on state of corruption. They couldn't do that because then they couldn't use it as blackmail and extortion. That is the currency in Washington. That's what O'Keefe Think about this. That's who Epstein and Maxwell, they recorded people secretly, important people. Same as O'Keefe. You can't turn around and be one side Republican or a Democrat and record the truth. Not if you can't be political and be that. He used it as leverage and he gave it to Sununu. When I didn't take that 50 million the fourth time, when they leveraged me for 274 million, my home, my business, I let them take it all. That wasn't what they expected. See, good people have a hard time seeing this kind of evil. Yeah. Well, this kind of evil have a hard time seeing that kind of person that stands up against this kind of leverage for children. Don't have my children weren't on drugs. Yours were. They weren't taking my home. They were taking the elderly homes, people who worked their whole lives. Just to live with dignity, they were taking theirs. And that's truly the formula here. We have to stand up for one another and stand up for what's right. So when I turned down that money in Washington, I was to go home and to be murdered. They all knew it. And they would have had that video as evidence to use as blackmail and extortion except for that was five years ago and I've never been home. And now I don't have a home. And I don't talk to my children or see my children because they are watching them every minute of every day yep. to make sure that I don't because they're witnesses. Now, wanna know if I'm right again? I warned President Trump to release this information to the American people and trust them with it. It didn't get done, and he didn't win the election. So what happens? Go to Flintech 1 and 2. I got that up here, and Joe and I have shared a text or two on Twitter as well, FYI. Oh, not that. Not that yet. That comes next. All right. So this is text. a screenshot of my I phone. I do have the screenshot of that coming up right now. Here we go. This, this one's no, with- No, 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 okay, number. no, that's Chitka. 
this is the Flynn screenshot, one and two. I've got that as the next one coming up here. Okay. Let me just enlarge That's it. That's important. Yep, and I'll also read that off for the, uh, the audience here, Mike, and what it says. <clears throat> Okay, so this is a screenshot, folks, that says from December 18, 2020, the text read, the first message says, hi, Mike, my name is Carissa Keschel. Jen Flynn gave me your contact and asked me to call you. Please call me back at your earliest convenience, 254-644-5523. That's at 2.09 p.m. Then the next text from her as well says, I updated Jen Flynn, and you should be getting a call within the hour from someone to speak with you, two hearts. 3.58 p.m. Now hit the next that, Pardon me? Hit the next Flynn screen. The next Flynn screen. This is what I, then I have the team asking for settlement. Is that the screen you'd like? Yeah, there you go. Let me just flip over to it. This is titled Flynn and team asking for settlement, ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead, Mike. Okay, so let me set these up. So after the election's over, in early December and late November of 2020, after the election, you, as you see, I have General Flynn reach out to me, the ex-national security advisor, along with Sidney Powell. Hmm. Both have, were in the office of the President of the United States. But what was on the table was keeping the President Trump in office. That was what they were trying to do. So with 330 million people around the country, they decided to go find me. And again, seeing that the cartel on my heels and the deep state, I wasn't easy to find, but they found me. And what I was asked to do was sign a 15 page affidavit, which I did with Sidney Powell, President, uh, General Flynn on the very next text asked me for that same $50 million settlement that I gave to the Department of Justice. The same settlement the Attorney General of the United States has, along with all that evidence. That evidence and that, that information was going to be used to keep President Trump in office. And you'll see a series of texts that I put on my Twitter account, Mike Hill, Twitter. You will see the continuing conversation continue for almost two months. And I posted those communications. I told them about the theories and the strategy. I told them that January 6th was a bad idea. I said to use this evidence to leverage the corrupt by finding their money. And think about it. Why did they come and find me if that wasn't exactly what they were gonna do? And it was. In fact, the only thing I made them promise and you see in text messages, in writing, was that you have to tell the American people, this isn't about Democrats and Republicans. You even see me get, on Christmas day, I had FBI agents meet me at my car, threaten me and my children about helping Trump talking with Flynn with this information. They were listening. And you'll see communications with me and Flynn and his team that I warned them that they were listening. 
So my point was, why did they come and find me? Because this evidence is exactly what I say. It is the path. How about this? General Flynn is suing, right? For 50 million. 